You may be seated. Holy one. Sunday, Babasha. Something unique about the presence of the Lord, something supernatural. Nothing like the presence of the Lord. In that place, in that secret place of his presence, that's where your freedom, your deliverance is. That's where God breaks, breaks things in your life. Sometimes you just have to forget about somebody next to you and tell yourself I'm just stepping into this river I'm stepping into this river getting into this river and uh, sometimes when you come into the house of the Lord you have to tell yourself I don't want to see anyone I just want to see Jesus that's why you keep your heart open keep your mind free do you allow the spirit of the Lord to operate in your life to operate to deeper places things you can't even free yourself from and you allow him to just go in there. So many compartments in your life. So many rooms. Just allow him to get in those rooms and see what he will do. See how he'll banish the power of darkness. How he'll break yokes and remove burdens. Every time we come to the place of worship, we have angelic accompaniment. We have angelic company 
Whenever we worship God, we lift up our holy hands and begin to adore Him. That's the atmosphere that allows angelic activities to begin to take place among us. I'm going to share briefly because I believe God is doing some miraculous things in our lives. Already yokes are breaking. Sickness and disease has to be banished from your physical bodies. In the book of Mark chapter 2, the story when Jesus heals and forgives a paralytic man. As we are reading these scriptures, just allow the healing grace of God. Some of you need inside healing. Because of disappointments, some of you need physical healing. Whatever kind of healing you need, some is financial healing, financial restoration. Some of you is a breakthrough away from particular besetting sins that always bind themselves around your life. Certain sins you have to get free. God wants you free. Amen. And again he entered Capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house. This is what we cry for. That it must be heard. It must be noised. When, when the presence of God, when Jesus steps into a place, there must be some activities. It must be heard that is in the house. Our God is not dead. He is alive. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every time he enters this place, there must be some shaking, some movements taking place. It was heard that he was in the house. Immediately men gathered together so that there was no room to receive them, not even near the door, and he preached the word to them. This this what must take place. Whenever there's a noise that Jesus is in the place, it is attractive to people. The presence of God is so attractive. It draws. This is the reason why we take you in the place of prayer, take, take you in the place of worship. Because it activates the presence of Jesus. Tangible presence. That is, this, that's what the world is thirst for. They are hungry. 
There's a lot of things going on in the world. But people are hungry. Sometimes people think they are hungry for other things, but the first thing most of people are hungry for is the presence of God. Then they came to him bringing a particular, a, a paralytic who was carried by four men. Tell somebody you need these four men in your life. Yeah, sometimes you experience paralysis in your life. Uh, that word paralytic means a person suffering from paralysis. Yes, loss of ability to move any part of the body. Kind kind of handicapped. A person who has some condition that markedly restricts their ability to function physically or mentally or even socially or financially. Which means when somebody is, is, is experiencing a paralysis, it brings restrictions on their ability to function. Physically, mentally, socially, financially, relationally, when paralysis comes, it brings a dysfunction. Now, this one was a physical dysfunction. But it could be paralysis in our lives in different ways. Remember, this is a season where we have to believe God and trust God. It's a season of faith. So, in spite of certain paralysis that you're experiencing in life, because, like, remember, the paralytic is one that has part of his uh, part of part of his body in a condition that can't function. Which brings restrictions. In certain areas, socially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. The good part, the good part is that we are told what caused the paralysis. Excuse me, we are not told. We are not told. All right, that we are not told. We don't. We are not told the name of the man. We are just told that four of his friends decided to carry him to Jesus. Because that's what matters. And they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. This man was hopeless. 
paralyzed. Not effective. Not effective in life. You know, couldn't do anything. Needed to be fed. Needed to be carried up and down. You know, maybe was carried to town once in a while. In Babane. At the corner plaza. At Gable. To sit there and because he was kind of hopeless. But he had four friends. You need to have four friends. When you are dead, you have six friends to carry you. Isn't it? To carry your coffin. To carry your body into the world. But this one had four of them. That carried him. To life. To where Jesus was. And what you must understand. That in the realm of faith. There is nothing impossible. To him that believes, nothing is impossible. Now that we've stepped into this season of faith, trusting God, believing God, you have to tell yourself, no matter what area of my life has been paralyzed, for what, for, from, for maybe it is the enemy's attack, or is your own doing or whatever happened or it was paralysis at birth maybe this man was paralyzed at birth something went wrong when he was being uh, birthed names went wrong something went wrong whatever it is or he was, he was just dysfunctional from his mother's womb whatever it is whether it was genetic it was or it was accident or later on that did not matter to Jesus so whatever it is in your life that is in paralysis that is not functioning yeah, that is dysfunctional. This is the right time to stretch forth your faith and say, carry me. My God, carry me. You need, you need four people. You just need faith. A man called faith because he's the superior one. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You also need the man called trust. Mm-hmm. You have to trust. If this man did not trust these men to carry him, he was going to tell them, eh, 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 you, you, you drop me, leave me alone. You know, because we don't know the distance between where they carried him from. But faith is persistent. So you need faith as the main ingredient. In the main man. Amen. You need trust. 
You only trust because trust is that, is that force that keeps on you keeps you going even you don't when you don't understand. When you say I don't know why things happen the way they are, but I still trust you, God. Trust is when you don't understand and when you don't have answers to what you're experiencing. Because God did not say he will give you answers to everything. There are some things that you go through that have no answers. That's when you trust God. When you are afraid, when you are scared, that's when you trust God. You need hope. The ability to see that it will end well. Come on. You need Mr. Hope to carry you. Talk to me, somebody. You need Mr. Hope. It's that ability to realize that no matter what's going on, I know things will change. It's the singing of the song. It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Soon or later. So you need that because when you lose hope, you have disconnected your, your from the realm of faith. They are connected. It's the four men. Then you will need the last person called Thanksgiving, praise and worship. That person is very important. He's got three, he's got three names. He's got, he's got the first name, middle name, and the last name. His first name is Thanksgiving. His middle name is Praise. His last name is worship. These dimensions will take you right where Jesus is at. Right where the presence of God is operating. In spite of the obstacles, you always arrive in the presence of God. Somebody shout amen. My God, and when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When you are carried by this form, it doesn't matter the hindrance. It doesn't matter you know, it will be easier to say, let's go back. We'll get to back tomorrow, maybe. Maybe the crowd will be, will be 
You see, when you step in the place of faith, the place of trust, hope, praise, thanksgiving, worship, there is no going back. I say there is no going back. That is so forceful that there is no hindrance that can stop it. And a man and a woman that is carried by this force can stop at the place of defeat or failure. No matter how dark the night looks, no matter how deep the valley looks or how high the mountain looks like we have already started on this journey we can't stop now we can't go back now you see when you step into that place you're, you're in the house of God and you sense that you've come to the presence of God you break the roofs they broke the roof. Lowered the man down. And the Bible says, when he, Jesus saw their face, he said to the paralytic man, Sam, your sins are forgiven you. When he saw their faith, so which, which means the realm of faith is what is visible. It's what is key to tapping into the presence of God, to tapping into the resources of heaven. When he saw their faith, somebody say, I believe. But it's not enough to believe. You must have faith. Believe is, 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 saying, is saying, yes, it's true. Faith is taking a step. It's breaking roofs. It's completely risking. You could imagine the man would have said, leave me alone. Now you are climbing roofs with me. Are these, are these ropes strong enough? That is a risk. Because anything could have happened. You could have fallen and made the situation worse. But he was not fearful. Come on, he was not fearful. He was completely obsessed with the object of faith. We need to arrive at Jesus. This is not just, just faith in, in the faith for the sake of faith. The object of faith was what was the man preaching inside that house. Every time they heard him preach, they were activated to keep on going. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says he was preaching, verse 2. And he, he was preaching the word to them. I am sure as he was preaching as we're going around the house they keep on hearing him preach because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God I am sure the more he preached the more they got that's how you keep the momentum of faith. You keep on hearing the word. You keep on eating the word. You keep on confessing the word. Make sure that you speak the word to yourself. Keep on encouraging yourself in the word. It keeps the momentum. 
it makes you not give up at any time. They could have given up after, mo after moving around the house. But they never gave up. Because there was a voice speaking in the house. It was preaching to them. It was the voice of Jesus. Till they were able to open the roof. And he says, your sins are forgiven. And some people complained about that declaration. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man speak blasphemous like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately, but immediately Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were reasoning with that's within themselves. He said to them, Do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk. Of course, Jesus, when he says your sins are forgiven, he was dealing with the root issue. Root issue. Because the root issue of most of the stuff we're going through is sin. It may not be your personal sin. It might be your father's sin, grandfather's sin, up to, back, up to Adam. But it's all root issues, sin. So you are speaking to the root. Then it says, okay, let me use another language. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic. Verse 10. I said to you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. That is a prophetic word to you today. You didn't come to church by accident. There's a command over your life. Whatever was paralyzed in your life, your social life, your financial life, your relational life, your marital life, whatever it is, the command is take up your bed. Jesus said, I've dealt with your sin at Calvary. Now pick up your bed, rise up and walk. Many times, sometimes, I'm not scared. <laughs> there are some times of, prof of prophetic command. Hello, you know, now, if it was some of us today, you can't even give me a bottle of water. Huh? Or at least to shake my head a little bit. Huh? You see, 
in the realm of faith you when God speaks you conceive it in your spirit and you act upon it that's faith it's acting on what God has said this, this man would have said how oh, Jesus you don't even touch me but the Bible says immediately he arose took up his bed and went out in the presence of them all and they were all amazed and glorified God saying we have never seen anything like this he acted on what God said you see this is the power of faith you act on what God is saying you take it in your spirit and say this is it Today, the command is pick up that bed. Arise, pick up that bed. Walk out of that situation. Walk out of that problem. Come on, walk out of that disease, that sickness, that defeat. Walk out of that disappointment, that hopelessness. Any form of paralysis in your life. Come on, walk out out of it. Pick up your pages and walk. You would imagine what happened. How they glorified God. How they praised God. Because he picked up, he arose and began to walk. You could imagine when he went back home, what happened. He went stretched on a, a, a stretcher. He shows up walking. I want to tell you something. People that wrote you off, they say it's over with you. You stay on that bed forever. God says this is the season that you're going to rise from that bed. My God, you're going to rise from that bed. And you're going to walk and and your colleagues will be shocked and and surprised and they'll say we've never seen it like this before. This is the finger of God. This is the dealings of God. And it's marvelous in our eyes and they will surely say this is the power of the Most High God. God is about to do something in your life that the naysayers cannot deny. He's about to do the undeniable in your life. Everybody around you is about to see that something supernatural has taken place in your life. They are about to experience the power of God in your life in this season. No more paralysis. No more lying down in that situation because God is releasing a commanding word. Just rise. Come on, rise. Tell somebody I hear this in my spirit. I hear that word. I'm rising from that obstacle. I'm rising from that situation. I'm rising from that problem. I'm rising from that which has been binding me. Pick up your bed and walk. My God, next time you show up at your workplace, they'll be shocked. Now you can walk financially. eh? Yes, now I can walk. Now now my marriage is working. It's going to run very soon. Now my business is risen and is working. Come on, pick up your bed and walk. These are the days of the supernatural invasion of the miraculous power of the living God. We need to come to the place where we believe the word of God. God, whatever you have spoken of our life, it is so. 
His promises are yes and yes. Amen and amen. So shall my word be which is gone forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I propose. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but what God says shall come to pass. Tell somebody, I'm about to walk. I'm walking out of this situation. My God, he picked up his bed and began to walk. There are some things that have been so down in your life. In this season, they will begin to walk again. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. God is speaking a word over your life. Are you ready for the miraculous rain to hit your life like never before? Are you ready for moves of God like you've never seen before? Are you ready for the glory of the most high God like you've never seen before? Are you ready for that miraculous dimension of God that you've never experienced before? They said we've never seen it in this way before. I like that. They said we've never seen it. We have seen things but we've never seen this. Don't you want that kind of a testimony? morning. Where people say we have never seen it like this before. We have seen, yes, we have seen that, we have seen that. We have seen that, we have seen that. But we have never seen it in this manner. In one moment, you were down. Next moment, you are walking. One moment, your business was down. Next moment is walking. We have never seen it like this before. These are the days of we have never seen it like this before. And it will happen in my life. I don't know about you. It will happen in my life. I believe God for that moment of we have never seen it this way before. We serve a big God. Amen. That was a word for you this morning. Arise. Press team, come. Take up your bed. Arise. Take up your bed. And walk. There's been a command from the spirit realm today. Arise, take up your bed and walk. Whatever it is in your life that was dysfunctioning, it's going to function. I speak over your life. It's going to function. Yes, whatever was down, it has to rise. And it shall be said out there, we've never seen it this way. <laughs> we have never seen it this way before. We have seen other things, but we've never seen it this way before. And they will glorify your God. They will lift up your God. They will magnify your God. And they will be drawn to Jesus. They will be drawn to the kingdom of God. They will be drawn to the power of the blood of Jesus. That speaks better things than that of Abel. Arise! Pick up your bed and walk. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Arise! Pick up your bed and walk. If there's been anything in the bloodline, if there's been anything you did that is wrong, today, today, Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. Pick up your bed and walk. Remember, he started by saying, your sins are forgiven. If there's anything in your generations, in your bloodline, 
Whatever caused the paralysis in your life, or paralysis in your business, or paralysis in your marriage, or paralysis in your relationships, or in your social life, the word is your sins are forgiven. He is affecting four generations backwards. Generation bondages. They break. They break. I said they break. There is a blood that speaks better than any blood or any curse. Hey. He speaks backward four generations. If your four forefathers messed it up, did some things that have caused activated curses, they break now in this presence. They break now in this place. And every demon attached to every curse, to every ex, comes out of your life. Illegalize every satanic spirit that has been operating in your bloodline, that has been operating in your situation. Familiar spirits that have been tracing you and following you and and, and causing paralysis in things that you do. Break now in the name of Jesus over your life. I set you free. I speak a word over you right now in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. I speak that grace and that anointing of it has never been seen before in your life. It has never been seen before. Let it happen in your life. That miraculous realm of it has never been seen before. That a person can build a house in six months. Let it hit your life now in the name of Jesus. That miraculous realm of it has never been seen before. That somebody can get a job and in two years time he is the boss. Let it hit your life now in the name of Jesus. Somebody starts a business and all of a sudden it has never been seen before that a business can perform even during COVID. I command it to happen over your life in the name of Jesus. Now arise, take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Some of you, you won't, you won't even walk. You will run. You will run. You will pick up your bed and you will run. You will run. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not be weary. They shall run. Hey, they shall run. Somebody give God a praise in the house. Come and glorify Him. Give Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher. Come on, lift Him higher. Give Him the glory. That is due to His name. Oh, glory to Jesus.